want to give a special welcome to Emma and to Tim and Steve was, where's Steve? There he is over there. I want to give you guys a very special welcome and especially um, any family and friends of these three precious folk who are here. We are so glad that we can all gather together like this. This is awesome. I was watching a video about the church in Iran this morning. They cannot gather in freedom like this. So this is a special thing that we should be thankful for this freedom that we have. I want to just ask the question, what on earth is going on here? Why are we all on a beach and why are three folk about to get in that water in the freezing cold and get dunked under it? Well, Emma and Tim and Steve are about to participate in a practice that has been going on in Jesus' church since the dawn, the beginning of that church some 2,000 years ago. So as you'll imagine, there's a lot that's going on in a moment of baptism, but I just want to mention three things that this time is about. It's a sign, it's a symbol, and it's a celebration. So first of all, it's a sign. This moment is a sign that points somewhere, and it points back to Jesus, and it actually points to, to what Jesus is currently doing as well among us in this moment. Jesus Christ, the scriptures teach, is the Son of God who came into the world to save sinners. Sinners like me, like Emma and Tim and Steve, and the Bible would say sinners like every single one of us on this world. What does that mean? It means that we are all people in need. We are all people who, despite this awesome world that we live in, we have pushed our Creator God away and we have gone our own way and we stumble around in, in selfishness and struggle. And we live in a world which, as we have been seeing in the last few weeks, a world which is marred by that struggle and selfishness and difficulty and sin, a world in deep need. And the gospel, the good news of Jesus is that God in Christ stepped into that mess, into our mess, and through his life, his death, and his resurrection, he made a way for all human beings to come home to God, to come safely back into the arms of our awesome creator God and to find rest and to find peace in him. And these baptisms are a sign that point to the good news that it's God who has saved us. It's not about us measuring up. It's about us accepting that we need help. And these are a sign that point to Jesus, to the awesome finished work that he has done for us. And in that then, these baptisms are actually not primarily about Emma or Tim or, or, or Steve. They are about how these three dear folk, who I pray we will come to know more and more and more over the coming months, about how they are completely caught up in the work of Jesus. Like, for example, a supporter is caught up in their team. Like a husband who is found in the love that he has for his wife. Like a father or a mother, their identity is bound up in the love that they have for their children. Like an employee finds their identity as an employee as they are meeting the, the, the purposes of the, the business that they work for. Well, to an infinitely greater extent, these baptisms are about what Jesus has done and how Emma and Tim and Steve, their identity is caught up in that work 
that Jesus has done. Their hope is not in themselves. Their hope is in him. Their identity is in him. Their life, their life is in Jesus Christ. That's what we're celebrating, new life in Jesus. And then this sign is seen powerfully, secondly, in this symbol of baptism. It's a picture that points to something else that has already happened. It's a symbol, it's a picture of a few things. It's a picture of cleansing. So as that water will wash over them in a few moments, it's a reminder that the stain of sin has been washed away because of what Jesus has done. It's a picture of them dying to their old way of life. You know, we all are, are, we are prone to live for ourselves. And this picture is as they go down into the water, they're dying to that life that they would live for themselves. And as they come up out of the water, which they will, amen, <laughs> we, we are celebrating that that is a picture of the new life they have, not in themselves, but in Jesus. It's an awesome picture that you can read about in Romans chapter 6. And finally, it's a picture of being all in. Picture of being all in. And this is especially stark today because even more so than in a warmed tank, in a nice comfy warm room over in Calter, in Contour, this is a bold moment, right? I'm sure we can all agree. This is tough. This is stark. This is public. This will sting a little. Sorry, guys, but it's just true. Probably especially for Scott and Harley, to be honest. But that's how much they love you that they're willing to do that. And that fact, that this is stark and, and a little crazy, let's be honest. This is a useful reminder that for Emma and, and Tim and Steve, they are not choosing the easy way. And following Jesus, it's not the, the simple path. The easy way in life is just to kind of meander along our own path, following whatever whim or, or, or purpose we would choose for ourselves, living for our own desires, our own pleasures, or that of those closest to us. But baptism is a bold sign that we don't live for ourselves anymore. We don't. We live for Jesus. And we live committed to his life of love and compassion and service and sacrifice. The way of Jesus is the narrow path that leads to fullness of life. So, so Emma and Tim and Steve, and what you are doing today, what, what is happening, it's a clear sign of that, that you're following after Jesus. So, so friends, I'm going to ask each of these people a, a couple of questions just now that speak to the depth of the significance of what's happening in this moment of baptism. And actually, as they have had to carefully consider these questions, I would just invite all of you just to hear these questions, and maybe you've heard them before and you want to respond again. Maybe you've never heard them. Ponder them for yourself. And, and, and just ask yourself, how would you respond to these questions? But this is especially for Emma and Tim and Steve. So, so Tim, I wonder if you would stand and Steve as well. That'd be great, just so folk can, can see you. So Emma, Tim and Steve, do you believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit? And, you, and do you confess again that Jesus Christ is your personal Saviour and Lord? Awesome. And then secondly, will you, dear friends, will you, brother, brothers and my sister, will you, with the power and help of the Holy Spirit, seek to live as a faithful follower of Jesus, obeying his word and sharing his love? Yes. I do. 
Awesome. Take a seat, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. We are so thrilled to hear that because finally today is in a sign, a symbol, and today is a celebration. Let me read to you the story of Jesus' baptism in Mark chapter 1. It says this, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. The heavens opened, God comes down and words of joy and blessing are received. And, and Emma and Tim and Steve, this is true for you. The Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter two, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. That's that thing about your identity now being fundamentally in who Jesus is. And in, in John 11, Jesus himself said, everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. So I want you guys to know today that just as in Mark chapter one, so today, it might be a little misty, but believe me, the heavens are open. I'm not talking about rain, thank goodness. It's no, the heavens are not open in that sense, but I mean in the sense of the beauty and the closeness and the nearness of the presence of God. And we can sense that just as the Holy Spirit was present in Mark 1, so if we have hearts open to God, we can sense the presence of the Spirit here among us. And then today, listen to this. As you find yourselves in Christ Jesus, the Father in heaven says over you, Emma, you are my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. Tim, in Christ, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And the Father says to you, Steve, in Christ, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So may we celebrate the grace of God and the new life that is open to all of us in Christ Jesus. Let me pray. Father in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for the good news of Jesus Christ that though we stumble and sin and push you away and go our own way and though we are broken and needy people, that the good news of, of God is that you have sent your son Jesus to be our savior. And in you we can find hope. In you we can find peace. In you we can find life forevermore. And I thank you that we are celebrating that here this morning. Oh God, bless Emma and Tim and Steve in this very special moment. And indeed, all of us who are here, as we open our hearts to you, God, would you do an awesome work in our hearts and then indeed among us as your people and that we would know that wonderful sense of celebration because you are an awesome God and you are great in mercy and kindness and love and compassion. And we open our hearts to you just now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.